Good afternoon, Professor Peter Lynham. Good afternoon to you. Now, uh, this afternoon, we're, we're steering away from our uh, occult-themed That's the Spirit, yes. back to some more contemporary uh, church news, and that being yes, the Synod yeah. is happening with the, the Catholic Church. And, I mean, what does that mean, Peter? Is this the... Yeah, okay. Are there so smoke signals it, coming out of the Vatican or anything like no, that? No, no. Not but, this time? But, and supposedly... It's going to make the government of the Catholic Church involve the whole body of of Catholics. That's to say that um, every Catholic has had a chance to make a submission to a body that has made submissions to a body that has made submissions to this meeting. And there are representatives from every part of the Catholic world, although, of course, they're very carefully hand-packed, um, nevertheless, it's quite an astonishing process. So, effectively, it's created a new body below the cardinals, which is uh, a general assembly of representatives of the Catholic Church and not just bishops. Mm. Historically, the Catholic Church has occasionally called in bishops, and that was like at the huge Second Vatican Council. At this event, they've called in, they've even got women in the group, believe it or not. Okay, Peter, just, okay, just to like simp- boil it down for me to simplify it. So they're talking about synodality, which is yep. how Catholics participate in communion, general participation, and the mission of the church, is that correct? It's effectively trying to create a representative assembly in a body that will remain a dictatorship, of course, Mm. um, but will at least have a way of listening to the voice of the whole range of Catholics. Yes. So it's not responsible government, if you remember your your theory of politics, but it's representative government. Is it an attempt to steer the Catholic Church in a more contemporary direction? Yes, yes. It is very definitely. um, Part of France seems to have had a strategy, which has also included a huge change in the range of cardinals, Mm. who are the people who elect the Pope, um, to draw them from all over the Catholic world and to cut back the number of Italians and Europeans on the body that selects the Pope. But the second side of it was to have some way that the Catholic Church could be seen to be listening. Mm. And so just doing it through bishops wouldn't have worked because there's been such problems over bishops going AWOL. And uh, there is a clear feeling from ordinary Catholics that they don't necessarily trust their bishop. So from New Zealand, there's a handful of people who are going along. It is a tiny handful, I think it's two or three. Has every, has every single member of the Catholic Church had an opportunity to jot down their notes and send it off to their local person yes, who's have. collated everything and is going to take uh, it up I to the was, 
I was the nominal Protestant in the Auckland Catholic Diocese, helping them to collate the submissions okay. that Catholics had made. Did you see any um, interesting points of view oh, come through? No, there the, the was, the, the was the whole range. You mm. know, there were plenty of people who said we've got to have women priests. Um, uh, there were, you know, plenty of people who said we've got to admit gay people back into the church. We've got to accept divorcees. There was the full gamut of the opinions you would expect to hear. Yeah. Anything surprising? Um, Anything like, but oh my gosh, we don't... There, there were also some very conservative voices. Okay, conservative. Nothing too wacky? Uh, of course there's wacky. <laughs> this is church. You've got to have wacky. <laughs> but it was filtered a bit because they were to be submitted ideally through groups so that we could, in the the group that worked on it in Auckland, that we could weigh the voices and see how typical they were. But then we produced a document, um, and there was a set of pretty open questions that we had to, that they had to address. Mm. Um, then uh, I attended the meeting where the submissions from all the six Catholic um, dioceses in New Zealand, they were put together into a single submission from New Zealand. And then they the submission was boiled down with ones from parts of Australia and from the Pacific world. Do you feel like create... once, did you see the boiled down version? I saw the boiled down version at the New Zealand level, not okay. beyond there. Do you feel like it was pretty, that was it was an accurate document by the time it had been boiled yes, down? Yes, it was. Okay, yep. Yes, it was quite interesting sitting in and listening to the discussion. And, um, I mean, you know, by the time it's been through so many different versions, only very, very clear voices come through. Mm. And the women priest one wouldn't have come through, I think, because it was a minority viewpoint. Most Catholics are pretty cautious. Okay. But women deacons came through pretty loudly in New Zealand. So putting women partway along the track and married priests, I think, may be there. Okay. Now, what, was the, what was the number one? What was the number one thing to come out of the New Zealand thing? Because I'm surprised oh, that just, women priests didn't make the cut. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. They want the church to be publicly accountable for its failure to its failures of care for the needy and for the for the people and you know that have been abused. Yes, that was a very loud voice. Okay. And and you see, I think. It's it's always difficult to predict when you take the entire Catholic world. Goodness knows what it would all look like. Mm. Um, and the, some predictions say that this session's going to start this time. Uh, it starts tomorrow, uh, but it will go. It will be reconvened this time next year to make any decisions. And the thought is that probably initially they'll just decide a kind of constitution for the body. Mm how it will work and you know how people love playing constitutions and that may be as far as it gets this time but i think in the long run this is the tool that francis i mean he'll be dead at some point in the you know relatively near future but he will have given the church a tool by which it can weigh up and justify significant changes yes now you know, Catholics do not change easily. <laughs> There's so much tradition going with it. Mm. But there is certainly across the Western world a huge will to change. But there's gonna be there's gonna be big fights and this is why they've said the press can't attend the meetings. 
because, you know, from America, there are such conservative voices coming from America where the church in danger, we've got to retreat and be more cautious, is the common voice. Quite contrasting to Europe and New Zealand, which tend to say the church is in trouble, we've got to do some big changes. Mm. Are there any are there um, any parts uh, parts of the world where uh, female priests are allowed in the Catholic Church? No, 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 not no. at all. No, the the one thing that there is allowed in certain places is married priests, mm. and that's quite interesting. Um, it's usually those that have come. They they've abandoned the Anglican Church for the or the Lutheran Church for the Catholic Church, and they're allowed to bring their wives with them. Yes, but. The fact is that for the first thousand years that the Catholic Church existed, it had married priests. So, in theory, there's nothing much to stop them doing a big change. Yes. I don't think that's going to happen immediately, but I think in the next 10 years we'll see this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, what else has come out? Or what else is on the cards for this big old scenario? Oh, I, I, I think systems of holding Catholic bishops accountable are going to have to be tightened up. Uh, but what that will look like, you know, it may take a while to emerge, but I think they're going to have to work out some way that bishops have to answer to their own clergy and, clergy and lay representatives in their diocese, and that some kind of national body might need to be created, like the Synod. So, I mean, constitutional stuff may be boring, but in the end, as we know in New Zealand's election, it, it shapes what the future will be. Yes. And I think that's what's interesting about this particular synod. Okay. Awesome. All right. Hey, Peter Lynham, thank you very much for this week's edition of That's the Spirit. I guess we'll just watch the space. Watch the space. The media yeah. can't cover it, but Who I'm could sure it'll... tell? I mean, yeah. because it's never happened before, who can tell? Mm-hmm. All right, mate. Hey, it's always a pleasure. We'll look forward to speaking with you next Monday. Excellent. Very good.